0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the Libernadians podcast. I'm your host Matt. Today is Monday, January seventeenth, two thousand and twenty-two. Uh, so it's been about ten days since the last podcast. Uh, I apologize. I know it's a weekly podcast. Uh, shit happens. However, I kept one promise. Um, we, have a, a guest here today. Uh, we have a guest here uh, today. We have a guest. His name's Zach. Zach, how are you doing, man? You there? Good good yeah i'm good the
1: internet cut it for a bit there but i'm good
0: okay yeah so we got a guest here today so you guys just won't have to listen to me ramble on for hours and hours um so yeah good to uh good to meet you zach just so the just so the audience knows um this is our like first pretty much conversation that we're having um so yeah so we're just going to kind of get to know each other or whatever so um so yeah zach so uh how long have you uh been a libertarian for
1: um, I don't really know how to answer that question. Like, I had a, I was kind of like politically homeless for a long time. Um, yeah, you know, when I was when I was in high school, like I was probably identified as left wing, but it was mostly I just hated war. Um, yeah, and at the yeah. time they were actually good at that, and then as they slowly started to lose their mind, um, I was like, okay, well, if I'm not that, then I must be conservative, and. While i do agree with like a lot of the conservative values um they can kind of go crazy in the other direction and then i started listening to i think no agenda was probably like the first one that really got me into politics um so that's a good i don't know if you're familiar with that podcast
0: uh, i think i've heard of it who's the host of it
1: uh it's adam curry it's the guy who invented podcasting um and oh, yes. he <laughs> no. co-hosts it with um john c Dvorak who was like a, He's like a writer and he used to work for like PC magazine and stuff like that. He's just been into the tech bubble for a long time. Um Yeah. See, like if, so, if you
0: if you would have asked me, I would have said like probably like oh, at Joe
1: Rogan invented podcasting. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. like, I don't really know. I don't really know, right? He
1: he definitely made it like super popular. I I remember sure. listening to Joe Rogan uh, like in the in the hundreds I think I started listening and then I took like a huge long break after like at some point um I just lost interest in it but yeah he definitely made it made it popular um yeah no it's like like there's a reason why he's the biggest interviewer in the world now yeah he's he's
0: bigger than like any mainstream media at least in North America than anybody else really right
1: yeah Um, so anyway um the agenda is not really um it it they basically go through the news and they kind of.
0: This, this part out and uh, I'll just, yeah. So, so anyways, uh, sorry guys, but we lost a bit of connection there. Um, So uh, yeah, you were talking about the, the no agenda uh, podcast.
1: Yeah. So they're not um, libertarian, but they're definitely anti-establishment. So I started going down that rabbit hole and then some, at some point um, I came across I think it was Dave Smith it was probably my first introduction and while not an ancap um I definitely liked like his message and the way he was delivering it and then once you hit Dave Smith like I got you know Michael Malice, um Tom yeah. Woods um uh, I was really into Jason Stapleton for a long time um even just as I don't know if you've ever listened to Stapleton uh
0: I've I've listened to him just briefly and uh, just like recently I've listened to him a little bit because he's been kind of criticizing Dave Smith, like him and his co-host. I don't know if you're familiar with like that beef that kind of happened. Yeah. It's just stupid drama bullshit, but. Yeah.
1: So like I did like, um, like I, what I got from Jason Stapleton was like, you know, the system's broken. There's no way you can fix it and you can kind of just focus on your own life and, and make sure that you've got your own house in order. Um, yeah yeah no it's definitely a good i yeah it's a good lesson i just it's if they're gonna tear the country apart then why would you want to be the one that said well you know i i didn't speak up or say anything
0: yeah no and i like what i've kind of got from stapleton actually is like I, i guess it's more of like an encouragement to like kind of get yourself in order like two kind of thing, like at least financially and like get some stability and stuff like that. And like, I think one of their points that they made was that like a lot of uh, libertarians are, are, are pretty immature and like, they just kind of like none of them really have like, you know, any stability in their life. They're kind of just, you do have those stupid libertarians that just want legal pod and they think they could just do whatever they want. If like, you know, but I, I, I believe too, like, you know, if you listen to like the, the older, more mature libertarians, which I think Dave Smith, definitely uh, acknowledges um it's more about like no like you you can't have like chaos like you got to have a bit of order like you need um you know like good communities like you know it it needs to be kind of like uh church communities kind of thing and stuff like that um you can't just you know have this like crazy like you know teenage uh mentality for when it comes to libertarianism and then another thing too is nobody will take you serious too right so you need to be appealing to you know
1: well it's um it um it's funny i um so as i was listening to all these shows and starting to learn more about it like the trump thing was just starting to take off yeah and no agenda was really good from the beginning at um like kind of uh um giving you what actually was going on behind all the fake stories that were surrounding trump because there were so many and they were like so ridiculous um that it was just kind of hard to uh, I couldn't stop listening to it. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. It's <laughs> impossible to ignore man. Yeah. Cause I would go out into like the real world and I would talk to like all my blue-pilled coworkers and like, they legitimately thought like that Donald Trump was yelling at chimpe- ch- ch- yeah, chimpanzees through yeah. his TV. And you're like, he, he had a TV show. Like he's not doing that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, like he's, he's falling for so much propaganda And so, yeah, I just started going down the political rabbit hole of podcasts. And I think now I just kind of have come to terms with the fact that I just like people who are red pilled and yeah, um, yeah. regardless of where they fall politically, like I, I work with this coworker and she identifies as a progressive, but she is so unbelievably red pilled. And interesting. I yeah. think at the end of the day, like we want the same for society. We just have drastically different ways to get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like, kind of
0: like uh like I the when I see somebody who's like kind of like a Democrat, um, who's like also like red pilled, like you know, like um like Jimmy Dore kind of thing. Yeah. or it's like you know, like there. It's it's almost like they're almost there too. It's just I I think with those people is like maybe for some reason they just haven't been let down enough, and they still think in this like in their mind that like oh if we just get the right person, but like I think a lot of us like libertarians have already come to the sense that it's like this only attracts terrible people. Like even if the right person tries to get in, it's never going to, it's never going to really work. Like, unless like you get somebody in there, that's literally just going to tear everything down as fast as they can. Like we have to basically.
1: Yeah. So even, even if it is the right person that has good morals and, and values, uh, they, they they've got to tempt you with so much all the all the lobbying that goes on especially yeah. in the states like they 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 are out to try and destroy you from the second that you get in like if there's libertarians out there that don't think like if a ron paul 2.0 ever got in in the states that they would do the exact same thing to him that they did to trump um it would happen the second that he tried to enact yeah, any of the policy that they ran on and they do the same thing and this is like what i was like we're talking about my progressive coworker like she knows that you know if bernie ever was president the exact same thing would happen
0: right right yeah well they he, they kind of did the same thing to bernie as trump when they when he got close right like in the primaries yeah. like bernie was like you know obviously the favorite because like look who's running against like just joe biden and you know kamala harris who had less than 1% of like the popularity vote or whatever yeah so and then what do they do like right away even like MSNBC which is like the most like hard left like you know but but i mean they're still run probably by the cia right so then it really shows its true colors when he gets like popular and they're, they're like oh yeah like they started calling him like the brown shirts and <laughs> movement's like the brown shirts and shit like that right yeah so and then what yeah. happens too? that the thing with birdie what happens to is he gets uh he gets screwed out of his own party like i guess technically it's not his party he's an independent but You know, it's like they, they screwed him over with the Hillary campaign and then they just screwed him over again with the, with the Biden shit. And then he just like bent the knee basically. Right. So, I mean, Bernie, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I guess he's, he's basically a sellout in my opinion, if you're 75 years old and you're still bending the knee as, as an independent, not even a Democrat. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing, man? Like, I guess you just want to write another book and retire. Like, that's what it seems like to me,
1: but, um, (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, it's so the people that really pissed me off and that I have an opposition to now is just like the blue build people that are generally left wingers that think that if they just pump more and more into the system, that it's somehow going to fix itself once the right person gets in power. And it's yeah, yeah, they they don't let the right people in power in the first place. And even if they did, I don't see how hand like giving them more power is going to fix the situation because eventually someone bad is going to get into office and um absolutely man yeah i just i can't stand people that think like that
0: yeah no, i i've even said before and i i believe this is somewhat of a thing right um it's hard to it's really hard to be like kind of white pilled these days obviously but like i've kind of said before that like you know the more the left goes crazy the more you're gonna get people coming to our side because like they're just they're digging themselves into a hole and the thing is like With our part of the world, like I'm talking more like like Western civilization, we we have had um, liberty and freedom for so long that people don't even know what they're giving up now. It's like it's like when you have a a kid who's born into a rich family, you know, he he ends up fucking up like everything because he just everything is given to him. And then he doesn't know what it's like to, to be poor. it's just like the country, like these people don't know what it's like to not have freedom. There are some, which is funny because those people who know are like usually the immigrants that come over here because they come, mm-hmm. a lot of them come from these places where it's like, you know, strict, like there's no liberty at all. And it's like the, it's like the white people that have, like the white liberals that have been here for like 30 years and they're like, Oh yeah, you know, like, yeah, like we need more like socialism. And it's like you have no clue what it's what what any of this is. Like most people haven't even left southern Ontario, like a lot of these yeah. people, are, like in our country, right? And it's just like you have no clue like what the fuck you're even dealing with here. And that's been kind of like a white pill kind of thing for me, is that like um, you know, the more they go crazy, the more even just the people that are in the middle are gonna kind of like shift over, and be, like these guys are fucking nuts, like they're out of control. Like and you know what everyday people too, as when they see inflation going up and they can't afford these things that, that has to red pill them a
1: little bit at some point. Right. I would hope so. I would hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know Reddit is a horrible demographic of users, but um, every time I go on there, I'm like, Oh my God. And I've been trying to like sympathize with it. And it is that like, you know, these people, they look around, they've got, I mean, are tuitions not as bad as it is in the state but they've got some call out they've got some debt from university and college and they're making 17 yeah. bucks an hour working yeah. at starbucks and they have no they're never going to afford a home like even my brothers that like they missed buying in before this bubble came in came in and i don't know if even with good jobs if they're ever going to be able to get yeah. into a home which makes yeah. it really hard to start a family and then yeah we're just yeah it's it just. I try really hard to sympathize with those people, but I don't think they understand like economics and like how.
0: That's the problem. Yeah, we
1: are in this situation in the first place. Like, there's a reason that my mom or my my grandmother, sorry, like, could live as a single mom working as a cashier at Kmart and like have a home, like a detached home with a car and her three kids, and. Like, yeah, it's supply and demand and it's a bunch of other things, but it's inflation. Like it's the overspending in, and the over yeah.
0: inflation. Um, it's it's inflation. It's it's honestly like I, I would say uh immigration has a little bit to do with it too, right? Um I, immigration is a bit of a problem in this country only because of um like the, the way things are like everybody, like everybody that immigrate, everybody that immigrates here has to come to basically Southern Ontario or like just the major kind of cities, the little pockets. And it's so much people because, because you can't, like, if you're an immigrant, what are you going to do? You're going to go and, uh, you know, move to Saskatchewan. Like how the hell are you even going to survive there? Right. Like, so I don't blame them. It's not like, you know, like whatever it's, it's stupid of the government to just bring in so many people. And I don't think that's the only issue. I think, another big big issue and i think this is 100 done on purpose especially when it comes to say toronto and vancouver um are the zoning laws they don't let any they don't they don't build anything like properly they don't expand the city properly like if you look yeah. at places like china man it's like china has literal, literal ghost cities there like yeah, they have cities yeah. cities built for like one and a half million people and nobody's even living in them because they're just they're just building and building and building don't get me wrong those structures are made out of fucking shit right yeah. i mean the stuff we're building here is nothing great either like most of the time you know the houses start falling apart after 15 years anyways like I, and and most of the housing we have here in toronto and stuff is is old and it's falling apart but i i believe that the the government also like they they hold off on so much of this construction and stuff like that to keep that the housing market up and i think the reason why they also like to keep the housing market up is because of all these uh all these uh homeowners these these older homeowners right like maybe like not even necessarily like like our our parents like we're around the same age right like i'm 29 i think you're 30 33 33 right so yeah so like my my kind of like our grandparents generation and stuff like that that is their only investment that they really have it's like their nest egg right yeah so if if those prices start to drop like the homeowners are literally just gonna lose their minds so they don't really care because they're like oh look like my house i paid thirty thousand dollars for this house now it's worth 1.1 million dollars
1: it's it's political suicide and yeah that just is another reason why like these they are, it's never about what's best for the country. It's just what. no, like absolutely not for longer. Absolutely. And, man. Um, and like, I, I, so I became a dad like four months ago. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Thanks. And, um, like now I have like actual skin in the game of like what's happening to this country and if it's going to, um, correct itself. And one of the big parts is the real estate market. So we bought a house like a year ago and, you know, paid a stupid amount of money for a house that's in a small town, nowhere close to the, Toronto. And uh, maybe like, so we had two months before we, we officially got the house. And before we even got the house, my realtor was sending me emails saying, like, oh, by the way, like a shittier version of the same house you bought just sold for 50K more than you paid for yours on the same street. I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> what the hell is my kid gonna do? Like I, I'm not going to get that excited about 50 K and equity. Like I just, yeah, this, this is the mindset that has like got us in this trap in the first place.
0: Absolutely, man. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, like, and things are just like, things are absolutely like getting worse too. It's like, it's, it's weird, man, because I try not to go into like conspiracies and stuff like that. And it's like, man, like if this great reset shit is, like not real that like i haven't seen any evidence that like it just seems like you're trying like you're trying to tank the country right
1: it sure seems like it It sure uh... seems like it
0: man and it's like you know what it's like okay like we got like a news story here uh i mean it's a bit old but it's like you know the the latest thing in the news is like the the vaccine requirements for the truckers like for the u.s and canadian border it's like i think they already estimated like we're going to lose like sixteen thousand truckers or something like that like you think the truckers give a fuck to come to canada like they're they're coming here to deliver shit for us like they can go anywhere else in the states and deliver that product like the other states need that anyways right and it's just like i don't think the truckers are going to care enough like oh i just really badly want to like deliver stuff to canada i'm sorry but like they probably have more of like uh a say in it than, than, than the Canadian government. Like that's like realistically, like they're not, these guys, like if they don't want to get vaccinated, you know, what kind of guys these are and they're, they're probably like, you know, right wing, like trucker conservatives that have been truckers for like you know 20 years you're not you think trudeau is going to convince these fucking guys to get the vaccine what are you trying to do all you're trying to do is just further destroy the country there's no what do you this guy like trudeau is supposed to be some savior that's going to convince these truckers in the states to come over here and like vice versa too right
1: um
0: it's it's kind of fucking ridiculous man
1: but uh, i don't know like it's even more ridiculous because it's it's a, it's a truck driver
0: like <laughs> i know it's like you think in about it
1: a truck by themselves all day yeah. all day they're, long yeah like, like what are they gonna sense. do they're gonna and, go, and they're, gonna go um, and they're gonna go they're gonna
0: drop off Dave their Smith. sorry
1: go on oh I, go go on with your rant
0: no no yeah no it, no. it's just like no it's true though they're just gonna literally come they're gonna drop shit off they don't even technically have to leave their truck too yeah They can literally just open the door. And then like, usually what happens actually is the place that is receiving the product. They unload, unload the truck themselves. The driver doesn't unload the truck, especially when it's coming from the States. You're talking about a big, like a big transport truck, right? Like you got the own warehouse unloads that itself. Most of the time from what I've seen, and I've worked at warehouses and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. yeah, like the whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous. And it's like, there's absolutely no reason. Like even, With the vaccines, too. It's like, okay, like we're already looking at like how so many of like these vaccines, like they're not working anyways, too. Like it's not even like, you know, like if they had like like serious, serious evidence of like, oh, just get the vaccine and like this will end maybe. But it's like it's looking like the complete opposite almost too. like it's just ridiculous.
1: Well, and every move that they seem to take afterwards is as though, as though they work less and less, and they're kind of starting yeah. to admit that they're not working like they promised to were. Um, I mean, there's some people that are still advocating for it, but, um, or, or just as in as they were a year ago, but I just, yeah, yeah um, I, with the supply chain thing, um, like, I don't know if you've noticed in your area, but I've definitely noticed shelves being empty, Um to be
0: to be perfectly honest with you, man, I haven't gone to I, the last time I went to a store was to buy a book for Christmas. I haven't been <laughs> to a grocery. I have been to a grocery store in over a year. I haven't been oh. inside a grocery. I've I've just been what I've been doing is I've been getting my fucking shit delivered from directly from the Sobeys warehouse to my to my door, which is they actually bring it to your house. Yeah, it's like a grocery delivery thing. And if you use Sobeys, uh-huh. it comes right from their warehouse, not even the grocery store. So almost if it's, if it, if they have it on the website, you're guaranteed that it that to get it. So it's not like uh-huh. they, they're like, oh, we ran out of this or something. So, I mean, that's like, that's not something I'm planning on doing long-term, obviously. Um, yeah. It's not, it's actually not even a good habit to have. I don't even like the idea <laughs> of like, you know, losing that like power. Like, I, I mean, I could go to the grocery store if I want to, but honestly. Yeah. I'm gonna pay ten bucks. It's gonna get there, no problem. But yeah, but no. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. Go on. You. So you've been noticing. Yeah, the- like I've
1: the- I've been going around. Um, like I go to the grocery store once a week, and it's not like they're out of something entirely. It's just like I'm walking down the cracker aisle, and there's no Triscuits.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: That's weird. Or there's yeah. just no chips one day, and I'm like, hmm. um, so yeah no absolutely it's
0: just it's stuff that you've never experienced really before like almost ever like maybe the last time like something like this has happened where it's like you know it's like i don't know maybe like y2k shit or whatever when like people kind of went nuts and just hoarded stuff for a couple days or like when there's blackouts or something yeah but i've never seen anything i've never seen like shelves empty like that before like it's just and it's a consistent thing too. It's not like people are really panic buying. Like, I mean, every time we lock down, I think there is a bit of panic buying or whatever, but that with the supply chains and stuff and, and, and the, the price of inflation going up too, like, that's like an obvious, like serious thing. It's like, we're paying more for like less too. shrink shrink inflation. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So not yeah. a very good direction that we're going in. I don't see how shutting down the border for unvaccinated truck drivers is, uh, going to help the country and, uh, health-wise or definitely health-wise actually, it's probably going to make it worse because, uh, who knows, like there could be certain medications that we're not going to be getting now and stuff like that. You know, everything is like, d- does not make any sense at all. One thing actually I want to bring up that I, I just reminded me of now, um, is, all the fucking uh I, I was looking into this again last week the amount of uh cancer screenings that they've canceled like in the country is like over like millions we're talking millions of of cancer screenings like they just they just canceled them and now these people like you know if you have like just early signs of cancer you can easily get that removed and don't forget too like most of these people have been paying into the healthcare system for their entire lives and now they're just getting denied like yeah. their healthcare and the, and the name of safety. It's like, Oh, sorry, we can't perform cancer surgery on you. Uh, Cause you might get sick. Like what the fuck is that about?
1: Right. It, the healthcare system. So my mom has been a nurse for like close to 30 years, if not more. Um, but she's worn a lot of different hats in the nursing industry. And so she knows like a, a lot about how that industry functions and she's convinced it was on the brink of collapsing with with, without a a pandemic like it's just it's so broken it's so administratively bloated um it it doesn't run efficiently um no
0: never has really like
1: and uh and anyone that's got decent credentials they're gone the second that they can get a job in the states because it pays better Yeah.
0: yeah yeah No, absolutely, man. Yeah. And then it's like it's funny because I've talked to other people and stuff on like on the left. And uh it's like when I bring up, I'm like, okay, so why don't you at least, at the very least, open up more uh like open up private hospitals, right? Because then at the very least, you would have people that could afford their own health care, right? That that need to get a surgery, like a life or death kind of situation. They'll they'll free up more space and you're socialist like you know free healthcare system because they'll go and they'll pay for their own you could use that tax money to put back into your free healthcare system like throw like have a little bit of fucking common sense and then i've, I've literally talked to people about this and they go well no if it's if, if i can't get healthcare, then no one else can and these are supposed to be like caring like caring people it's like yeah. this these are like people that are like oh i'm like i'm for the ndp and shit like that yeah 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 it's like yeah, it's it's no with these people. So you're like you would rather deny a ten-year-old kid, uh, like surgery or something that his parents can afford, um, mm-hmm. because oh, it's like if I can't get it, then he can't get it either. Like that's psychotic. And then what actually ends up happening too is they go to places like the states or, or anywhere else in the world, they get the surgery done there. And then the money that they pay goes into their system and it goes to, and and they pay their taxes for it. So you just, it's a lose, lose. And it's like, it's ridiculous. And like, like I said, you can even free up some of the the waiting lines because now you have some guy who could easily afford to pay his own shit waiting on the same waiting list as somebody who doesn't have any money at all. So it's like, it's, it's just idiotic on so many levels. Like, I don't even know like what to say. Right. It's like,
1: well, uh they just hate capitalism and the second that you make something that's social or public or government ran more appropriately named um uh as soon as you remove like they do not want to budge on anything like i had this argument with somebody about teachers and like because the only solution to the education system in our country is more money and it's never a dollar amount it's just like more
0: yeah
1: absolutely yeah and uh and they're on strike every five years and i'm like you know that was as before
0: COVID.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's worse now. And like now that we have a, a family, like I'm starting to think about like what school is going to look like for them. And yeah. so reading more about it, and there's lots of people that like advocate for school choice and having like the 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 money follow the kid um instead of follow the institution, which kind of does happen now. Like if you send your kid to Catholic school, your property taxes go to the Catholic system instead of the public system, but they're both they're yeah. both the same system like the, are, i know they that are. they have different boards and stuff like that but they're both yeah. ran almost identically in catholic school like i went to catholic school my whole life and so it's just public I, yeah. school with with church and uh, like two two masses a year and like a That's religion it. class yeah and and it's it's not a big it's not that not that different from the other system i got but i got
0: into more trouble in catholic school than i did public school to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i think it's just because yeah. the authority was a bit heavier so i just i don't know yeah. I, was, I was always a shithead but uh no it's um, yeah it is the same pretty much though yeah you're right
1: so to like um what my argument was with them is like you know you you don't even have to do the whole dollar amount but like figure out what it what it costs to educate a kid and kind of give that back to the parents as a as a tax credit if they choose to go outside yeah. of the public system yeah yeah and like they do they do not want to budge on that because it's like no they need more funding not less and i'm like you still get to keep half the money and you don't have a kid To educate it solves both of your problems.
0: See, but the thing is though, they don't want to solve problems. That's, that's the, that's the thing, right? Because, and it's not even, I don't know if it's even so much about money because they could just print money at any time they really want. I think what the real issue is is they don't want competition. That's really what it is because if they start seeing people going to the, to the private sector and the private sector starts to become more affordable, it's like you you they've they've lost, and the thing is, they need the the school system to indoctrinate all these kids, right? Yeah. Um, you know, like if you look at even, like you know, there's there's people like I, in Toronto, there's a lot of different cultures and stuff like that. I don't think people like that with like a, a Muslim background and stuff like that, they don't want to send their kids to public school. There's nothing that the public schools teaching that really aligns with their values basically at all. Like yeah, they want to coming. learn science and math, sure, but everything else is all just bullshit they don't even want them exposed to it so even them they would rather send their kids to somewhere else like even like and those are people that are starting off in the country like it's they just don't want any kind of uh competition i think that's really what the big issue is
1: well their whole like argument against it will be um that it just encourages a two-tiered system and that the elite like the rich people of rich parents are going to get better education it's like yeah. yeah but now like that's already that's already happening which people can do that sure um they can escape ah. the system whenever they want but what you right. do when you like are you know giving people the ability to um, to explore options like through a tax credit or what what have you um you're giving that ability to like a lot of middle class families yeah um, yeah that maybe like can't really afford private school but if they had an extra five thousand dollars a year to spend then maybe they would yeah and yeah. i don't know it's also it's- too like the catholic system like the catholic system at least in where i grew up was significantly better than the public system like just the quality of the school and the and the, and the teachers right and part of that there's a many there's many reasons for that but i think part of that too is and you're starting to see it again because we have a provincial election coming up is yeah. that every five six years the left starts saber rattling about getting rid of the catholic system and yeah. so they're kind of forced to to be better because if they,
0: yeah, if they yeah. don't,
1: then they're they're going to be gone, and people will very gleefully uh, get rid of that system.
0: Yeah, no, ab- absolutely, man. And it's like what really pisses me off too is like with the, I mean, the only party that's ever going to amuse the idea of uh, like having more privatized schools or privatized hospitals or anything like that is obviously the conservative party because, and. Even that, like, we, we can get into the Conservative Party a little bit, because I've, I truly believe it's pretty much controlled opposition. I think Aaron O'Toole is a liberal. Um, I don't think he's conservative at all. Um, I think there is massive corruption, obviously, in the Conservative Party, because of uh, what happened to somebody like Maxi Bernier, who basically won the, the primaries that they had. And then like, what was it like Andrew Shear called in and said he got 10,000 votes from like a dairy farmers or something like that. I don't know if you were familiar with that story, but it's just like fucking ridiculous.
1: Um, um, I don't know the whole story, but I do like what Max is doing. And he's so the do only, I.
0: he's the only one who's like actually a conservative. And, like there's yeah. a couple guys within, there's a couple people within the conservative party um, that are actually like decent, you know, like the uh, Pierre Polivier, um, And like, there's like a couple of like small MPs that are like decent, you know, like they're, they're actually at least they're not left wing, at least we know they're not left wing, like, we can question how conservative they are after but at the very least, we know that they're not liberals, which is what Aaron O'Toole is, in my opinion. Um, See, yeah, so actually, this is kind of something I sort of wanted to uh, talk to you a bit about is like you know what kind of like strategy could we possibly do like is there anything left that we could salvage like there's different routes i think we could take um like okay as like we're like we're we're libertarians um you know it's like the libertarian party of canada is like there's not much not much really going on there there's uh no. one, one, one thing i wanted to bring up was um this story, if, if, if the audience is familiar with this story or not, but, uh, this came out, uh, January 7th. So 10 days ago, it was actually, it was the last day I did the podcast. It came out like a couple hours after I did the podcast, but, uh, the leader of the BC libertarian party, uh, what's his name? Keith, Keith McIntyre. Uh, he moved to file hate crime charges against, uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, thought that was like a pretty It's like the first time i've actually seen any kind of like libertarian uh news um <laughs> pretty much like ever uh in canada um i, I thought it was like you know what like it's a bit of trolling or whatever and it's like i i kind of like it you know like you were saying like they they kind of like now they're like we're kind of playing their game a little bit um if anybody is interested in looking at the article by the way uh go to toronto 99.com i've i've never really been on this website i just somebody sent it to me um so yeah you can check out the article the article is leader of the bc libertarian party moves to file hate crime charges against justin trudeau so yeah um so yeah i mean like how do you feel about that i feel like it's just kind of funny really right yeah
1: no i i like it like i like when when yeah me too. um right wingers for the better part of for, for the lack of a better word in um, libertarians just trying to use the left's little tricks of language and SJWBS to against them it's like um do you remember when the term super straight came out super straight. super straight super straight
0: oh uh sort of i think i might have heard it but it it like that's...
1: took off like wildfire through like the right wing part okay. of the internet and it okay. just drove the left wingers nuts because they couldn't like um they couldn't deal with it and <laughs> Like what do like what do what do you mean by like super so straight? It, like, uh, okay, so there was like I might be screening this up because a few years ago, but
0: yeah,
1: the left started doing like this thing where like if you were refused to have sex or date somebody who is trans, oh, okay, um, then that was transphobic, right? And because if they now identify <laughs> as a woman, even though they don't, even though you, that's you, yeah yeah. so apparently not not wanting to say for for anybody that doesn't know
0: it's not the same (laughs) yeah so then um uh
1: there was like this uh, probably a 4chan thing but the guy started saying well i identify as super straight which means i'm only attracted to biological females um by by sex and it just kind of took off throughout the internet and spread like wildfire and then yeah the left never knows what to do with that such as it's it's rare that it happens but it is fun
0: yeah yeah i know it's it i love when that kind of stuff happens like uh it's and it's like such an obvious like thing too it's like oh oh, sorry i'm sorry i'm just saying a little bit of like common sense like anytime you like spew any kind of common sense or just like what the fuck is going on kind of thing um what's good actually about this is like the guy like this libertarian leader or whatever he um I, how this story kind of broke out was that i guess he uh, posted on twitter that he was like going to be going through with this or whatever and it got a bunch of like retweets and stuff like that probably like i don't know i don't i don't really use twitter but like probably like 3000 like retweets or something so it's like it's nice to see like somebody like libertarian at least like getting some
1: kind of like traction you know yeah um, so The yeah, it's I mean like the part is non-existent in Canada and especially in Ontario and it's probably worse in BC somehow. Um yeah,
0: yeah, I I don't know. I I feel like it's this guy. This is not the first time I've heard of this guy. I think when he became leader a little while ago, he did something else that kind of like got people talking about him a little bit. So I feel like this guy's kind of good at like at least getting some kind of trend going or something like i don't even know really what to call it it's not it's not much really but i mean um i don't know it's kind of it's kind of funny or whatever and it's like i i I agree like i like when that stuff kind of happens and it's like it's kind of like uh you know uh, dave smith talks about this a lot where it's like you're fighting the left with the left like you're using their tactics to take take them kind of down a little bit right And it's like, you know, the left's probably just going to roll their eyes at it a bit anyways. And like, kind of, you know, but a lot of them will will probably lose their shit too. But, um, whatever, man, it's whatever way you can get into the conversation, I think is good, you know?
1: Yeah. And so like, I think the Genesis question was like, what do we do, um, moving forward? And I think Max is doing a good job of pushing, um, pushing a good message, I mean, I have a really conservative friend that um, thinks that he got kicked out because they know that right-wingers won't vote for somebody who has a thick French accent. Um, But they did, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing, right? Like, he
0: won. won, If you look up this story, it's like this story never really got talked about too much either. It fucking infuriates the hell out of me, man. Like, Bernier was winning by 0.1%, apparently, in the primary votes. Um, yeah. To become leadership, to, for the leadership of the Conservative Party. And within seconds, like like the last seconds of the closing of the polls or something, apparently Andrew Shear called these, I don't know, some fucking supporters or something. He got an extra like thousand votes. What he claimed was like the dairy farmers. And then when he did his victory speech, he like opened up a carton of milk and started drinking it. It was like, oh yeah, like thanks guys and whatever. Like, I, I don't are you, are you familiar with that at all? Cause like that literally, that's like literally what happened, but uh, I think we're breaking up
1: here a bit. Sorry, you kind of broke up. Can you?
0: Uh, yeah. So I, like, where did I, where did I break up at? Was it
1: uh, talking about drinking milk with the dairy farmer?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Like he just somehow got these other thousand boats Said he got it from the, the dairy uh, industry or whatever. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to celebrate with this carton of milk. Just super lame. I don't know really what happened there but well, i feel if like you didn't the hear about it
1: it's, if there wasn't really any stories about it it's probably for a reason and yeah um, yeah i think he was cheated out of the primary and that's basically what yeah. i'm saying yeah yeah
0: um, no i could see it
1: me. um i could see it but i i do like that um like max didn't take it like a bitch and he was like yeah. all right well if that's how you're gonna treat me i'm gonna, I'm gonna go start my own thing
0: yeah and yeah. it's like
1: been surprisingly like I like a lot of their platform and I know they're not libertarian I was um we were talking before this but yeah um I Dollar saw t- Mac go on a argument on Reddit on the Canadian libertarian sub and like the guy was just saying that Max wasn't a libertarian and it's just like who cares like the other two options are the same thing
0: so yeah. like at
1: least we have one
0: and um, the, the thing the thing with Bernier too is that like you get a couple libertarians around him, you'll basically form him into a libertarian. Like he's not like he's like he's he's opposed to the idea of libertarianism. I don't think he's just educated that much on libertarianism. I, I think like what his yeah. values are are just like kind of naturally a bit libertarian. But like I like when he did that uh, interview with Dave Rubin, like that's the best interview I've ever seen a Canadian politician do in my entire life because he Nobody actually seen that one. Yeah, this was uh, this was before like uh, like the whatever, I guess what was the last, not the last election, but the one before that he did an okay, interview with Dave Rubin. Yeah. Everybody should look that up. Um, it's, so it was about four or five, four years ago, I guess. And he sat down with Dave Rubin for like an hour and 20 minutes and it was a great interview. Like I, and he don't see any Canadian politicians doing that. Like maybe like who was the, like, like the lot, like our cons- the conservative leader now, like Aaron O'Toole, like he's done maybe, seven minute interviews that are like very, you know, it's like, there's no surprise questions. Controlled. Yeah. Like it's very controlled. Exactly. Um And then even in the last election, uh, which was last year or whatever, he did an interview with uh, Michael Malice actually. Did you see that one?
1: I saw that one and I saw um he was on Jordan Peterson podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So like the Michael Malice one was more, I think it was more just Michael Malice trying to help, help out Canada basically that that was like that last one was just like okay man like you have the floor like kind of just you know you have my platform for half an hour like say what you got to say because I I guess like Michael Malice you know he he actually likes Canada for some reason
1: (laughs) but it's it's a beautiful place it is awesome people and it's just um... I'm just bitter
0: I'm just bitter because I live in Toronto it's a fucking hellhole but I so I I forget sometimes how nice the country actually is yeah Um, and it's just it's terrible. Like, this city's fucking horrible. I, like, one thing I was like, one thing I was saying, like, this is like a bit of a joke, but like, I don't even know how much of a joke it really is of like, Toronto's so bad right now with like just disgusting crime and just like, just like gross people, like literally like throwing up on the sidewalk in the middle of the day, just walking around naked, basically. Just it's, it's completely out of control. It's like cuckoo land. Uh, but, I my brother-in-law is a uh sorry my
1: brother-in-law is a roofer and he works in toronto a lot and he sent me a video of him walking through like uh like a subway like subway platform or whatever they're called and it was just hyperdermic needles like all over the place
0: no, it's Gross. it's fuck, it's it's fucking terrible, but I literally seen a girl, I don't know if she was like overdosing or what, but in the middle of the train, this was actually a couple of years ago. This is before it was even like worse than it is now. She literally just lifted up her skirt and just urinated right in the middle of the train. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to like I'm trying to tell this guy I'm trying to tell yeah. this guy who's like a couple things down for me because he had his bag on the ground and the stream was headed right for his bag and I'm like hey uh-huh. buddy like you can pick up your bag like there's piss on the ground and he looked at me like <laughs> I was crazy he didn't want to yeah. talk to me he thought I was like a nuts guy <laughs> I'm like dude I'm trying to help I'm like okay how fun getting piss all over your bag but you know that, that's that's literally that that is Toronto in a nutshell I'm not even kidding man uh-huh. even when you actually try to be normal and like try to like address people and stuff like that they look at you like you're crazy because they don't know they just think wow somebody's actually like saying something to me it's a very weird mentality and like uh, I, I really think the only uh option for for uh, for toronto is that we as mayor like uh, we elect like some like strict muslim guy as like mayor and then he just like cracks down with like sharia law or something it just like <laughs> leads up the streets or some shit like that but uh yeah. and if you if you don't vote for him and you're racist right so I got to vote for yeah. the guy because he's Muslim, right? He's a minority and uh, maybe he'll clean some things up, right? They, these guys don't really fly with, uh, or, or, or like what, what's uh, John Tory doing? He's just, he's just uh, building more methadone clinics, right? So a guy who actually has like religious, like good solid background is not going to allow these things to happen. He's going to clean things up, right? So that's yeah. really honestly what could happen to the city, but it's just everything they do here is just, Completely backwards, like the entire country, pretty much, and uh, I, I, that's really that's honestly the only strategy I can think of, honestly, for for Toronto. As mm-hmm. for the country, um, I don't know, man. Like, I I'm I'm on like I like Maxime Bernier. So oh, basically, so what I what, what I'm saying is, so this is exactly kind of what I wanted with the last election, right? So with the last election, it was kind of like a surprise election or whatever. And what I what I wanted was I wanted the liberals to win by by a minority to keep their minority stay the same. I wanted to I wanted the conservatives to lose by a little bit, and I wanted the PPC to gain subtraction and pick up a couple seats. So I almost got exactly what I wanted, but except the PPC didn't get any seats. They got, I think, close to six, six hundred to nine hundred thousand uh, of like the popular vote. Right.
1: Yeah, it's you know what I, the people that hate the ppc like usually the ndp supporters like they're always dunking yeah. on go, oh we didn't even win a seat and it's like dude, the party's been around for like four years yeah. and i don't even know if it's been that long and uh and they're getting like a million people out for them like that's yeah no it's, the green it's, party's been around for like 40 years and they get like yeah yeah votes
0: yeah i know like, and yeah i know and i mean it's, 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 yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about that. The only thing I'm, the only thing I'm struggling with right now, man, is like, we don't have time. Like, that's the problem is like before, like, you know, before the COVID stuff, we had a bit of time, right? Now it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, we really don't have any more time. I think, what what needs to happen is like Aaron O'Toole needs to get the fuck out of the conservative party and we need to actually put some serious conservatives in there like young fresh blood like guys like me and you like I I don't I, I don't consider myself a conservative I don't think you consider yourself a conservative like we're libertarians right but this is really the only outlet that we possibly have like in order to like spread any kind of message and you know what it's like the left did a really good job of progressing the liberal party so far left that it's like unrecognizable than what it was like seven, eight years ago. So we should be doing Mm -hmm. the same thing to the conservative party. Like we should be saying like, no, we don't want some fucking guy up there. Who's going to be talking about, Oh, well, you know, climate change. And like, you know, I'm like pro, uh, you know pro-choice and you know yeah i don't think you should have like rifles and shit like that like what is this this is this is literally what a liberal was eight years ago so they get to go to their extreme i think we should start bringing the conservative party
1: over right yeah it's if it it nudges them a little bit it's um yeah it's definitely a net positive it's funny too like like the the pro-choice pro-life thing like it our, our politicians on doesn't matter what party they're for they never touch it and yeah, i don't understand yeah. why people in this country are still so triggered about it like there was a i forget his name it's like sam Oosterhoff or something like that but he's like an mp in in niagara region
0: okay yeah and i think he I it
1: him. was like speaking at a pro-life event at like some, one of the universities and everyone was like losing their mind and just it's like yeah it's weird we it's like weird. it's a pro like let them have like they can go talk about whatever they want yeah it's a yeah. zoom meeting you're upset about a zoom meeting oh fuck I've... wrong think oh, it was a zoom meeting it wasn't even like
0: an actual in-person thing
1: i don't know it was in the middle of the COVID yeah. nonsense so yeah, i'm just yeah. assuming it was a zoom one but um yeah like you can't even like if they had their way it would be illegal to even have that opinion by the way, speaking of Zoom meetings,
0: I heard in the American media, I think it was like last week or two weeks ago, that there's a, a couple of, I think, universities in the States that have put out uh, policies saying that you have to wear your mask during class in the Zoom meetings because it offends other people
1: did you hear about that <laughs> i i didn't hear about <laughs> oh, it on universities but i saw some kind of story about that and i just kind of giggled and then moved on with yeah, yeah 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 that I, uh, I wasn't even planning on talking about it obviously i just, it just that's ridiculous on. though
0: Everybody everybody deserves to at least like hear that story, like you know. So I just I just want to bring it up real quick, but because uh, it, it's hilarious, right? It's just like shit's like just I don't even know
1: what to think anymore, man. Uh,
0: but yeah, coming back to well, it's like um
1: uh sorry go ahead, it's go like ahead. that. Did you hear the other story of the woman in Texas who had to get her kid tested for COVID and to keep them apart, she put them in the trunk? No, I didn't while hear driving that. to That's the fine. testing facility. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> and she's a teacher
0: oh god yeah yeah probably but public school teacher like they're just the most brilliant people in the world you know what's funny too it's like and I, and I think this is completely wrong i would get pissed too if i saw this but it's like people will freak out if you leave a dog in the back of a car for 10 minutes while you go inside and rightfully so i mean i don't like that shit either right but it's like yeah. it's like you know this lady's putting her kid in the fucking trunk of her car
1: like <laughs> yeah she you know, got charged with a whole bunch of stuff good, which good. Is good but yeah. like uh It's like that's how delusional people have gotten. Yeah, it's, it's, it's
0: fucking bizarre, man. It's crazy, absolutely it's, um, crazy. Still good. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So basically, what I'm what I'm saying with like, you know, how like, because I think we need to really like assess what's going on. Like, we could talk about stuff and like, you know, I don't know how much I could do. I don't know like how much you could do. I, I don't really know because I haven't really tested the waters yet. I just the thing is like with the PPC man is like. They did see the thing is they did a good job and like they kind of ruined the election for the conservatives, which is exactly what the fuck I wanted, right? Um do you think but, they've ruined it? I mean, it's I uh, pretty close. I, I, I would say pretty close. I don't um, know what do you
1: think? I don't I, I don't know if I've ever I'm sure some nerd out there could figure all this out, but like I don't think they actually took enough votes to away from.
0: I think because uh, in, in
1: enough writings to make a substantial difference, I think
0: I think what the problem, what happened with the PPC is there are so many scattered votes that like they just didn't get enough in any writing. Like all the yeah. votes were just so spread out across the country. I mean, at the very least though, if, if, if the conservative party is serious and actually wants to win, that would have pissed them off regardless. Like that should have pissed them off.
1: More yeah. or less,
0: right? They should have been like, "Oh fuck!" Like at least address it. At least address it and say, "Okay, let's let's figure something out." But I don't think they're. I don't even think they're serious about winning.
1: To be honest, well, I
0: don't think they are.
1: Yeah, they might not be. It's funny too. Like, um, like people in this country like have no idea how our elections are run. And yeah, um, yeah. Like even my mother, even, even my stepmom was like, uh you know, like they're fairly right wing, but not. Like they're boomers, and. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um like she was giving me shit for voting PPC um after like they hate Trudeau so much, but after they yeah. after he won again, like she was giving me shit for voting for PPC and it's like my county is like so blue. it's unbelievable. like it was never going to be anyone but the conservatives. right. So yeah, so you cares? were safe. yeah, 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 right. Like, right. if I lived in some purple, or purple, I guess it goes with PPC now, but like if I lived in some place where it was a little bit more competitive, like, yeah, then maybe I consider it, but even still like O'Toole is just it.
0: He's not even, you're not even, what you're doing is basically with O'Toole, right? This is what I was saying around like the election time is what you're getting with O'Toole is literally Justin Trudeau, the same fucking person, except what's going to happen is everything that goes wrong for the next three to four years is going to be blamed on, O'Toole and the and the conservatives and the conservatives are gonna say these these are their ideas and then that's a guarantee a liberal country for the next 20 years after that because yeah. they're going to associate all the bad stuff that's about to happen is continuing to happen because of conservative policies we don't have any like right-wing friendly media out there it's just completely dominated by like the liberal communist party basically at this point right so um that's basically what would have happened. And then you would have had guaranteed liberal, uh, liberal party for the, like probably the next 20 years. And see, like, here's kind of like an, another thing that I'm sort of thinking about is that like, I truly believe at this point, unless something drastically happens with the conservative party, if, if they kind of take out some people and put in some fresh, exciting blood in there, that's going to pump up the conservative base a little bit. Um, I think what's going to happen is I think Trudeau's probably going to be prime minister for at least another seven years, in my opinion. Um, You know, What's really scary to me, actually, which I was kind of shocked about was with the last election, I'm thinking, okay, you just had like what, like, basically a year and a half of like hardcore, totalitarian, like tyranny coming out of from the left wing with all this COVID stuff, right. And right wingers Hmm. didn't like any of it pretty much like I you go to like the, the counties and stuff that you're from those like blue counties, none of those guys were down with this, with this shit for the most part, right. Yeah. Um, And when you look at the total amount of votes in the country, it was, like, basically the exact same as it was, like, in, uh, what was it, 2016 was the last election, I think, right? Yeah. Um, So, that's not really, it's, like, you would think, okay, like, you would go out and fucking vote after, Like, it's one thing if you're like, oh, the government doesn't affect my life that much every day, or at least you don't think it does. But when the the government's literally in your face, like literally on your face, making you put a mask on your face, everybody's thinking about this shit every day. You don't go out and vote. It's kind of weird to me. Um, So
1: I don't know how to think. Well, I think sometimes, like, I don't know, like Trudeau, Trudeau, but I think he sometimes, I think right wingers like to blame him for a lot of their COVID policies, but it's clearly coming from our provincial government. And like, I absolutely understand-
0: absolutely yeah
1: like i don't understand it like i keep um uh like when they i think ford said in january they were getting rid of masks and then in march they were getting rid of everything and i was yeah. like all excited telling my wife and she's like what's wrong with you like that's not happening and yeah i know yeah, I'm, i did like, get excited then it ha- inevitably either. it doesn't happen and then um and she's like, see, I think I told you. And I'm like, I know, I just keep holding on to like this glimmer of hope that like Doug yeah. Ford is somewhat based. And like, he's not... I don't understand, like somebody is, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't understand. Like I can't figure out if he's like controlled ops or the same way or like, I don't, yeah, um, I don't, or I don't even know.
0: I don't even know how decisions
1: much decisions on his behalf.
0: Yeah, I, exactly. That's exactly. What Sorry, I, saying. I, I, I don't even know. Um, How much of a a control Doug Ford is to begin with, really, anyways. That's another thing, too. It's like he's also made $50 million since the beginning of the pandemic um, from his label. Yeah, from his label company. He owns a a label company in Etobicoke called Deco Labels. And he's been printing all of the the COVID stickers and shit like that, which (laughs) he's obviously been charging probably like markup value, probably like 1,000%. Um, wow so yeah. that's amazing i did not know his that. net worth his net worth has gone from like 3 million to like 55 million or something like that so uh um, <sighs> this is what i think i don't even know see what i'm thinking is okay this is what i was thinking actually this week was that i'm, th- I'm thinking about the, the the vaccine mandate stuff That that i think is i think we have probably about a 10 chance that this vaccine mandate won't happen in ontario um and the only thing the only hope that I have is because that we're getting this provincial election coming up that um, Doug Ford might, might go, Oh, you know, I shouldn't do this vaccine mandate if I want to win the next election kind of thing. Right. But at this point, does he even want to win the next election? Like he's made $50 million. Like if I were him, I would say, fuck this and retire. Right.
1: Oh yeah. I mean like, so he's made $50 million. His daughters are getting harassed online. Like he might just (laughs) want to step away from the, yeah, yeah
0: so he might just do whatever they say until the election time and then you know it's just going to get taken up by like obviously probably a liberal right but whoever they decide is going to run but um so i i that's why i don't have that much faith honestly i, I don't have that much faith i i, I really I, like obviously hope that it doesn't become vaccine mandatory i mean it already is kind of but what i mean by that is like uh, required by employers like uh companies yeah. and stuff right so we'll see it's it's fucked up it's really bad but you know we've got to take it day by day i guess for now but
1: i i mean like it's yeah like so i have a lot of family members that are vaccinated and i actually have a lot that aren't so do well. i yeah and the ones that aren't they're just they're so suspicious of of all of the mandates and like the whole regime in general even if they are blue-pilled like my parents yeah but like my dad keeps sending me like all these crazy articles that are just like way down like the conspiracy rabbit hole yeah. of like depopulation and stuff like that which like i find entertaining but it's also like my dad doesn't really know how the internet works and yeah he can't doesn't like... know how to filter
0: the stories out kind of yeah and yeah. so when
1: he just comes across and he can't find anything on like normal websites and like this is what i've been trying to explain to like reddit people it's like yeah. if you ban all of the dissenting opinions, then you just lead people down Coopville. And absolutely, so, yeah. So now, yeah. like, the only information that my dad can find that's against the vaccines is like it's all depopulation and stuff like that. And I get it as entertaining, and I listen to a bunch of that stuff. But like, um, and there always is like a hint of truth in all of those conspiracies. Yeah, but, yeah. That's um,
0: I, it's almost. But you like end up
1: radicalizing people. Is my yeah. is my point at the end because he can't like this. He can't filter out the internet because he's a boomer
0: yeah no it's it's almost like that's why i believe sometimes when it comes to stuff like that it's almost like it's like a bit of a psyop almost you know what i mean because it's like you know if you were to tell people like whatever like last january or whatever right like if you were to tell people like all oh, these people are protesting um you know like the idea of the fact that like you know there's these jeffrey epsteins and shit like that or whatever right And then, and then it's like, it's like, it's really hard for people to be be against something like that. It's like, Oh, like that's a good cause. Like they're, they're, they're protesting against like human trafficking, like child trafficking. Like that's terrible. How could you be against that? But then they add all this like QAnon fucking shit in there, which is just, I believe was a sigh off. And then now, now you've delegitimized all this entire thing, all the good points you've delegitimized it. Right. That's why I think when it comes to like these really far, like, deep like oh you know this is like 1984 fucking like they're putting a chip in us kind of thing or whatever that might be true but like you can't talk about that even right now because you're going to discredit the stuff that is actual fact that we know is true that's happening right now it's like yeah you could say like you could pull up an article and say oh look what they did in sweden or whatever but like nobody really fucking pays attention that much anyways so it's like if you're trying to get somebody that's like moderate to come on your side you shouldn't be talking about like animal human hybrids and shit like that right oh like the,
1: yeah like the yeah. alex is, jones kind of thing right he, he, you know what dude he gets a lot of stuff right oh,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not like i'm not against alex jones I actually i like him but um it's really hard to get somebody to go that extreme that fast yeah. right like it's, yeah, yeah. You, and, it's, and it's confusing um, it's confusing for for people like our parents and stuff like that like you're saying like with your dad right it's like that's all you're getting kind of right now is just this like far far left or far
1: right and it's it's tough like it's tough yeah so uh do you think that we're gonna get a fax tax like quebec did
0: uh well actually it so i would i wanted to bring that up as part of um one of the 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 news stories um so yeah like uh, i mean i most people listening now probably know by now that they tried like they're doing this uh vax tax in quebec um but I'm pretty sure I just saw today that they're um, they're rolling it back, so they're not even going to actually go through with it. Um, find oh, that kind that's of interesting. News. Yeah, like uh, kind of like uh, you know, it's good news, but uh, it's not a victory, that's for sure, right? Like, um, I think we kind of agree a little bit on this. Of like, you know, if they come out with some crazy idea, and then next week they're like, oh, we're not going through with this anymore. We shouldn't be like, oh yeah, like that's another victory for us right there boys. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, no, it's like, they came up with this idea and then they'd shut it down both willingly, like on their own terms. We had nothing really to do with it. I don't think, but
1: yeah. And it's like, if, if nothing else, they just are using it to gather information and see how how comfortable people are with, with the entire thing. Like I was saying to my, my, me and my friends were talking about Kyle Rittenhouse after that case ended. And, you know, we all kind of had the opinion that, yeah, it was kind of sick and weird that all the like conservative pundits were like dragging him around as though he was a hero and um like Steven Crowder and all the Blaze yeah. people and stuff like that. And the kid yeah. like definitely went through a horrible experience. I know. I any know. of it, but like you we were saying, like it's not a win if that's even a trial in the first place that like shouldn't it have even existed
0: yeah like a win insane. would be like it's not even going to court that would be kind of like a bit of a win but like having to go through all of that almost actually the kid spent time in jail too didn't he like he yeah, actually like spent seven days i think oh like that's not a fucking win like that's that's actually pathetic when you when you really think about it that's not even close to a win but i, I think well, when- yeah
1: and you're 17 and you're in there because you've been accused of killing black people yeah, that's not a good scene. way to go into jail.
0: <laughs> no, like Wisconsin and like, no, that's not, that's, that's horrible. It's, it's actually horrible. And I, I found it, you know, what? I agreed with you a hundred percent. I thought it was kind of, I thought it was gross too. how, what happened was the second, the trial was over, you could see like everybody kind of attack them to like, be like, Oh, Hey, you want to work for us, buddy? Like, kind of think like, can we, you know what I mean? Like blaze did that. Fox did that. Like, I, I watched a bit of like the Glenn Beck interview with him and I just laughed and I'm like, dude, leave the kid alone, man. It's so lame. It's just lame. And it's like, it's just like, it's gross. And it's just like, it's, I, I, I totally agree. And it's like not even close to a win. And it's almost like it was a money grab. Like, you know what I mean? It's almost like the, the grifter, the grifting it, side it of is. the conservatives came out basically. It It,
1: it is. And it's yeah. like, uh, like, when left-wingers bring up grifting, like, they are, they, it's not, like, a malicious thing that Kyle is doing. Like, he needs money to pay for all his lawyers and stuff, and I don't know if yeah. he has any genuine interest in being a famous person, but, like...
0: I doubt it. I don't think he does. Um
1: It just, uh um or if he's just doing it because it's fun and it's, like, kind of, like, his little five minutes of fame, but... um yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like if it's, I had the opportunity to go like hang out with Steven Crowder for a day, I probably would.
0: Sure. sure. Yeah, no, but. absolutely. I would, I would have done all the things that he did too, but it's just, it was kind of weird the way they like approached him like right off the bat. It's just, it's just weird. Like, you know, it's just, there's no breathing room at all for this kid. It's just like, you could tell he's so uncomfortable. At least the interview that I watched, he was like very stiff and uncomfortable. And like, he just went yeah. through so much, and like, you know, it's just, it was a kind of weird thing to me. It just seemed like a little bit of grifting on the conservative side. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, for and sure. it was so funny to see, like, um, I remember seeing, like, I don't know if it was like memes or something that I saw of like, uh, they were like, the right wing was like comparing. It's like, oh, this is our, our guy. And they're like comparing him to like Greta Thunberg or whatever. And it's like, oh, look how much like cooler our guy is. And, like, like they're, they're children, man. Like,
1: yeah they're yeah. fucking
0: children it's like you know what i don't obviously like uh, greta thunberg but it's like do you really well, have to be this childish like to be like oh this is our kid and this is your kid it's like it's so weird like it's the tribalism it's really what it is right
1: well her her parents are like wealthy famous um, yeah. activists in sweden or wherever the hell she's from and yeah they i think prop sweden or,
0: yeah denmark or something and like
1: it's it's disgusting
0: it is it really is yeah you should not be no matter what political like side you're on or whatever should not be like grifting your kids and like selling your kids basically to be like you know i feel like the left does it a little bit more maybe just because they have like more uh, media attention and stuff like that but i could see the right wing like you can tell when the right wing does it too and it's just it's that's the tribalism right like it's the tribalism between the two sides that
1: well, the difference is that the left is fine with it when it suits their narrative. Yeah, like uh, yeah, they, they the, don't have any problem with with you know Sesame Street pushing vaccines for children. Yeah, because yeah, because it's yeah. a net positive in their world. They don't, they're not able to see like how that could go bad. Yeah, yeah. If if somebody's doing it with a message that That's, you don't agree with
0: that's that's actually it's, it's it's a problem that i struggle with kind of hard with when it comes to the conservative party is that like the left is so good at weaponizing and using that weapon of power whereas like the right wing is just like well we want to just conserve things for a couple years and then nothing really changes or like they just don't it's really hard to because it, it naturally like you know instinctively they're like, you know, we want to just conserve and we don't want to like create more of a government, create more power and stuff like that. And then it kind of backfires. So it's like, it's really tough. And I think in this day and age, like I am, like, I consider myself like an an anarcho-capitalist. Like I, I have a lot of uh, my, all my morals are aligned with libertarianism, but because of all this like COVID regime stuff, it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like I'm would vote for a populist conservative i think right now just just to bring back like just to end some of this stuff i don't even care about you know uh, reforming some other laws or whatever just to end this like this covid regime because we can't we can't really live like that the only other option honestly in my opinion is like accelerationism and kind of like what we talked about at the beginning we just let this thing go off the rails as fast as possible, burn it straight to the ground, make everybody realize that they've given up their freedom and then hope that we can like rebuild it back. I, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That worries me that people are going to die and probably yeah. children dying. That's um, I
0: know. I know. But it, I don't so. know. I, I don't really know. What else to really think at this point right it's that or or like you know there's other options too right like there is the option of i think guys like that are guys that are like us actual like i mean we're libertarian but even if you get people like a maxi bernie who are actually conservative to just kind of start winning in in small communities and just saying fuck everybody else yeah that's it we have to do something in, in a sense where i don't think the ppc is not like realistically as, as much as it Sucks to say this. Like, they're not going to win any a federal election anytime soon. It's just not gonna happen. It's just, you know what I mean? Especially after, like, we just did a kind of like a whatever you'd call it, like a beta test with the last election or whatever. It it got some traction, but we don't have enough time because this is flying off the rails so quick. By 2030, basically like like you know it's like it's looking at the great reset it's like it's kind of if we stay on this pace by 2030 we have completely destroyed everything like absolutely as far as economically and stuff like that yeah uh, we're destroyed so we either build it back the way fucking we want to build it back or they're just gonna destroy it let them burn it down and then we take control and we kind of bring build it back the way we want to i mean it's a long shot that or we just start taking over kind of like smaller areas of the country and just basically
1: saying you're on your own right yeah um like the my neighbor is he's not in office but he's super involved with like local politics like that's all he cares about yeah and our town's like not big it's like eight thousand people that's and so it actually makes like a substantial difference when he like is in the ear of somebody who has like some control over what happens in our with our town's budget. Yeah. And, um, that's, you can, you can make like actual change in your community. I mean, absolutely. it doesn't, I mean, it's like, obviously that's a function of being in a small town and you don't really have that luxury when you're in Toronto and your zone or whatever is, you know, hundreds of thousands of people.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I that mean, is
0: no, absolutely. Like there's no winning, there's not going to be any kind of libertarian stuff happening in Toronto anytime soon. It literally has to burn to the ground. And then people have to be like, Oh shit, that was terrible. Let's uh, build it back with some, some actual value or whatever. But uh, the small, I, I I believe that small community thing could absolutely work for sure. And um, you know, what happens is once people have completely burnt out the inner cities and stuff like that, um, you know, maybe the like people will look at like, kind of like we are supposed to be competitive, right. As, as free market uh, people and stuff like that we're supposed to be competitive. So we know already that we're going to live better and we're going to win. We know, we know the path that they're going down. So if we kind of just lead by example and just start, sort, sort of like show like, okay, like this communities are, are doing great. Like, but you Know I, I don't know. I don't really know uh, what, any other option besides leaving the country, really. I mean, that's also an option, I guess. Sort well, of like, where are you gonna go? Yeah. See, I don't
1: know. And it's, and it's <laughs> yeah. that's the other thing too, because I wouldn't totally be opposed to it. And no, me neither. Um, but like I'm not my wife would never agree to it.
0: It, it it's it, it's it's extremely hard to do, especially these days, right? With uh travel restrictions and good luck trying to get like, you know whatever citizenship somewhere else right now Um, it's if it's even worth it most of the world is pretty much the same anyways i would go to the southern states uh i'd be any libertarian if they had the. have you been there i have like not for a while but like i've been to um like i've been to florida um yeah i've been to florida actually which i'm actually i'm actually thinking about moving to florida to be honest Um, yeah i'm thinking about it um I, i
1: know someone that did like, I'm not friends with them, but I have Facebook friends. Yeah, I'm thinking um, about
0: moving to the Gulf side of Florida where it's like the retirement area, where it's like more just quiet and relaxed. I would not move to like Miami or some crazy shit like that. You know, uh, it's a little I've, wild
1: over there, but I've never been to Florida, but we did a like two week road trip through the South a couple of years ago. And it was awesome. I loved every second of it. We went to Tennessee nice. uh, or went to Kentucky, Tennessee. Alabama and South Carolina and this Alabama and South Carolina were just like for half a day or whatever um but yeah we went to Louisville and saw like toured a bunch of um plantations which was really cool um and not painted as the way that the left likes to pretend they are Um, Oh no, absolutely not. Like it's, that's just like
0: a lot of propaganda and stuff like that. It's so funny too, because I've talked about this, I think with Patrick, like a long time ago. And like, it's so funny how much the Canadian media like demonizes Florida. They're like, Oh, Florida, man, Florida, man, and all this stupid shit. And it's like, and then you go to like a place like, say, for example, like Sarasota, where it's like one of the like retirement capitals of North America. And it's just like the (laughs) nicest, most chill people who drive like 20 kilometers down the road like, yeah. per hour, and they're just, like, slow. They just want to, like, go get breakfast, maybe play some golf, and, like, go home. It's, like, you know, they make it out to see, like, they're just, like, these crazy, like, people that are just, like, tackling alligators and, like, fucking, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's,
1: it's, it's funny, too, like, the, the Canadian media is, like, always obsessed with taking issues that the states has and, like, adopting them as our own. It's so weird. Yeah, it's, it's um, extremely
0: bizarre, yeah.
1: Uh, what was... Oh, like the BLM thing was like that too. Yeah. Like it yeah. was.
0: Yeah. Oh, we have um, to hop on board like with ha-
1: that. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, yeah, the, the states, it's, you know, it's blown out of proportion, but they have a problem with cops and we do too, to a lesser extent. But yeah, I just don't see how, you know, some guy getting killed in Minnesota has anything to do with. Oh, it doesn't we, at all. It doesn't. The society you're doing in Ontario.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's funny. Like I've been to the last time I was in the States, I went to Chicago. Um, this is a couple of years ago. And Chicago is actually a bit similar in a sense to Toronto. I found, um, it's, it's on like a major Lake, like it's on Lake Michigan It has like that waterfront kind of thing to it. Um, and it's also like, as far as the States go, like it's a pretty like left-wing, uh, city obviously. Um, so like even people there in Chicago really, uh, compared it like when they're like, well, oh, I thought like when I went to Toronto it was a lot like our place, like Chicago and stuff. And, uh, one thing I will say the the crime there in Chicago is obviously a lot higher than in Toronto. That's in a specific area that's South Chicago. But when you're talking about like the downtown core area, um, yeah, um, the downtown core area, um, it's it was much cleaner than toronto less crime the sidewalks were nice the the roads were nice um like i saw them in Ch- in chicago i saw them uh paint the lines in the roads in between red lights basically so like oh, when there wow. was <laughs> yeah i sort of got when there was when there was a red light they they ran out it took 30 seconds they painted a line and they like ran across to the other side of the sidewalk here it Man. will literally take you uh it will take months and months to do any kind of road construction in Toronto. And like a perfect example is an example I can give right now. We're having the biggest snowstorm that I've seen in probably like 10 years in Toronto. I have still this started at two o'clock in the morning last night, actually about 1:30 last night. I have yet to see a single snow plow outside. There's been no preparation for this whatsoever. There's everybody has had to call in to work. Like the the 401 is completely empty. It's either empty or it's just cars stuck there, basically. There's been no plowing whatsoever. I have not seen a single plow go by. All the transit is shut down. To take an Uber to work, which could be say four kilometers away from your house, is about $95. And you have to wait <laughs> about five, I mean you have to wait about 50 minutes just, just to get somebody to pick you up
1: yeah you know, another government yes,
0: failure another, and yeah. they've been talking about this storm for a week i like it's funny because when there's hardly a storm you'll see 30 snow plows go by salting the roads before the storm yeah. and then so it's just another government failure and it's just another example of just like they can't do anything or get anything right so yeah i kind of just wanted to
1: leave it sort of at that i guess it's, it's a weird snow day for sure i was con- right? I was convinced that this was going to be nothing because they were hyping it for like a week. Oh, they and do that I'm all like, the time. You guys get all excited about a snowstorm. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I know.
0: They do that all the time. <laughs> Canada loves to talk about weather too. That's going yeah. to be perfect for the climate change agenda that's going to be coming up in the future. But <laughs> uh, that's another uh, topic for another time. Um, so yeah, basically it's... Uh, just a snow day in Toronto. It's also hilarious how the the kids are supposed to be going back to school today. And it's just like, the teachers are probably just like, well, it's a snow day. Like I've already had extended holidays. It's just had a snow (laughs) day in there. But, uh, yeah, anyways, man, it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been nice meeting you and stuff. Um, and we'll have to do this again another time coming up pretty soon. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that, um, yeah. So like the Reddit thing is obviously down. It's not going to probably work anymore. <laughs> Can't post anything on there. I'm, I'm going to see
1: if I can, if I can try and like reclaim it or something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could. I could. uh, I, we could talk about that after. I'm going to try and see if somebody else could just become moderator and we can get that thing back going. Uh, in the meantime though, uh, I'm going to post the discord link to the, to the episode. It's the best way to go. Um, it's the Discord's actually pretty fun. We just got to get some people on there and move some of the, some of the people over there. So, uh, yeah, anyways, guys, it's, uh, it's, it's been good. Uh, thank you Zach for coming. It's, uh, so today's Monday, January 17th, 2022. And, uh, thanks a lot guys.
1: Okay. So I'm going to stop recording.